You're listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. You can follow along in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. You were jealous that your husband was stripping her. That, that's why you killed him, too. Yes. Yes, I did it. I killed Yvette. I hated her so much. It, it, the, it, flame, flames, flames on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breaths, heaving. But what? While I was waiting for this day. You don't know what that was? I do not know what that was. And I didn't think it would happen this soon, but the day has come where you stumped me on a movie clip. You don't know what... The, it was short, so maybe if you had more context. The only thing that crossed my mind, but we used this movie already, so I don't think it could be it. Well, what is it? So I Married an Axe Murderer? No. And did we use So I Married an Axe Murderer? No, we didn't. Oh, what? Heat Pants Now is in So I Married Oh, we did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. We're, you're right. We did. Uh, do I get a clue? What are you going to tell me? Uh, I'll tell you. Give me a second. We're, we're, we're right, coming in. I right, let it play. Let it play. You jump on the song too quick. I'm sorry. I, I went. Sorry. I made it this loop. It was tedious making yeah. this loop. All right, let it play. Let, let it let it marinate. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me just say, welcome to the Awkward I Five Podcast. My yes. name is Devin. Welcome. I am Richard. And um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, and okay, so Richie is stumped by the opening movie clip. You got me stumped. Um, I was gonna say, do you want to play twenty questions? But that doesn't really work. For I waste the shit out of those. Questions. Well, you also, you also just, you know, it's a movie. Like, what are you gonna say? <laughs> uh, I don't know what movie though. Hmm. You don't have to tell me any main characters, but give me some clues about the movie because I have no clue what that is. I can't even think of where anyone's face burns. It's well, there's. I could tell you something like from the like what what the movie is based on, which you would immediately know. Well, then don't don't tell but, me immediately. Okay, it, it, it's an ensemble cast. Okay. Um, which genre? Comedy. Okay, they're all comedies. True. Uh, this is a comedy slash mystery. All right. Um, ensemble ensemble cast. Some comedians, some some on the comedian side, some on the actor side. Um, there's even a uh, a punk rock legend is in the cast. Um, I have a guess, but I don't know where that clip goes in. Okay. Um, what's your guess? My guess is Wedding Singer? No. All right. Because no, no, I was no. thinking Billy Idol on the plane. No, 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 no. no. All right. Never mind. Um it's a uh, it's a mystery. A bunch of people in a mansion um, trying to figure out who done it. Um, there's three different endings, and um, you want me to keep going? You don't know what this is yet? Is it four rooms? No, not four rooms. That was four completely different stories. All right. There's three different endings. Three different endings. Said, and there's yeah. a punk rock legend. You want me to start naming actors? I guess. I may have not even seen the movie. Really? Maybe. Okay. Um, uh, ooh, Martin Mull's in it. Um, I don't even know who that is. You don't know who Martin Mull is? No. Yes, you do. You totally do. Um, uh, God, I'm trying to. I'm trying. Do you to... know if I've seen this movie? I I was guessing that you saw it. I feel like it's a movie. Number one, it used to play on Comedy Central all the time. It's one of my favorite movies. Okay. Um. Uh, then I definitely should know it. Th- th- I'll give you the punk rock guy who's in it. He's in it very vaguely, but um, but Lee Ving, the lead singer of Fear, is in it. Um. Uh, uh, um, who's the guy who plays uh, Doc from Back to the Future? Why can't I can't th- think of his name. Christopher right Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd's in it. Um, uh, what's his name from Spinal Tap and all the? God, I can't think of any actors' names right now. But um, it's based on a board game. Clue. Yes. Oh, Clue. Okay. You never saw Clue. Never seen Clue. You got to be kidding me! All right, I, that's my fault I, then, because I thought that that was a movie that we fucking watched. No, nah. that's one of my favorite. We've movies. played the game many <laughs> times. We have. 
You never saw the movie Clue? Never saw it. Watch the movie Clue immediately. It is fucking unbelievably funny. Well, I get all, you know, you hear all the jokes, you know, so generically that, you know, with the whole Colonel Mustard done it with the candlestick and right. the study. But, but <laughs> the thing with Clue is, and the reason I actually use that is because I just read an article on Clue, on the movie Clue. Like, it was kind of like a however long it's been, 20, 25 year, like, synopsis or whatever about it. And um, I've always loved that movie. I always figured that there was a lot. I know you've always loved it. And you ha- used to have it on tape. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember. I watched it like crazy. But yeah. I felt like we never popped it in. Oh, really? I feel like UHF it was like, let's watch a movie. And we would look <laughs> through them all. And then it'd be like, fuck it. Let's pop in UHF, baby. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, that's it's that's strange. Uh, anyway, it, well, it doesn't matter. Watch it. It, and if anybody at home has not seen Clue, I think that happened. I think a lot of people were like, well, this movie is based on a fucking board game, so yeah, why would I watch it? I think that's this, what I thought, In too. the same way that I never saw that stupid Battleship movie. Like, yeah, I understand that. That's based on the game? Yeah. I, I never, I mean, I know that there's a movie Battleship, but... Yeah, that's based on the game, right? So, I get the corniness of it. However... <laughs> However, this movie is it's is, is is, is it, it just take away the fact that it's it's based on a board game and it's it's one of the the, the best written fastest um as far as dialogue and everything that's goes. That's good to know. Yeah, it's great. It's unbelievable. You know what? Another videotape you always had in the front of all videotapes of a movie I never seen, which is gonna <laughs> blow your mind that I've never seen this movie. Oh, I can't wait. And it's gonna blow a lot of listeners' minds that I've never seen this Hold movie. your minds, listeners. They're about to get blown by I, RTG. I hope everyone's sitting down. But I have never seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Really? Never seen. Oh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry is the Tim Curry. I know he's the, in it. Yeah. I know, but I've never seen That's the That's the other one I was I was looking for there. Never. Is Tim Curry. And I know I've just disappointed a lot of people out there, but Well, here's the thing it. with Rocky Horror, and I and I do like Rocky Horror a lot. Um, but Rocky Horror was more of a it is a comedy. Um It's a musical, right? It's a musical. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a spoofy kind of thing, you know, but it's also kind of like a you know, I don't know, like a like a kind of Broadway kind of thing. Right, you know, like there's right. a lot going on. I in knew it. that about it, but I've never, I couldn't tell you the plot. I don't know what goes on in that movie. It's it's a very good movie. I I do like Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't I don't subscribe to the cult that is. You know, I don't I don't right, go right. I don't go to midnight showings and dress up like <laughs> people and stuff up, like yeah, that. Yeah. I think I missed that boat, but but <laughs> yeah. it does seem like fun, and I have watched that movie a bunch of times. And uh, and and especially around the Halloween time, but I yeah. think Clue is a better movie. Yeah, the three movies that I remember that were front runners of your VHS c- cassettes <laughs> that were always sitting in the cabinet when we were kids were Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? Clue, right? And Little Shop of Horror. Little Shop of Horror is another one of my favorite. They were films they were of always the front runners, and that's weird because all three of those. That's weird that you bring all three of those up because all three of those are comedies. But they're not straightforward comedies. Uh-huh. Like, like Clue is a comedy mystery. Rocky Horror is like kind of a comedy, like kind of horror, weird kind and, of freak show. And and also Little Shop of Horrors is kind of like a comedy, like musical. horror musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I like musicals. I don't. But know. I mean, Little Shop of Horrors, I have seen and many times. Yes, yeah. you know, Little Shop of Horrors is just yeah. fucking genius. Plus, it has well. Steve Martin in there. The best, the, one I, of his best roles. Right? Sands, um, uh, my blue, the whole my blue heaven movie. Oh, correct. Uh, I think I think Little shop of horror wow was it the same three was it uh moranis martin and was that the same girl that can melt all the stuff no 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 oh, okay. and she was only in it for like two seconds oh okay. i guess she goes on a little bit oh later. no the chick that oh never mind audrey I, th- I thought the chick that melts the stuff is that a uh, weird chick from taxi but that's she's not the, the stuff no melter. i don't think i don't think the girl I don't, I don't know the actress from my blue heaven um off the top of my head yeah. she might have been another stuff but she's not a predominant actress okay like that. and actually the the audrey um, I, I know she's been in other stuff too, but she's another one that I don't think really has been in much beside you. Everyone just knows her as Audrey. Yeah, the voice from from uh, yeah, Little Shop. Well, I thought Audrey was. Oh, he names the plant after her. Audrey too. Audrey too. Because yeah, he's okay. Because he's in love with Audrey. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. But it's a lot more sense now. The Steve Martin bit in that, even though it's very short, you know, it's like a little. Hilarious. It's a, it's like a movie inside of a movie, but yeah, and that how he bit. rides the motorcycle off the building. <laughs> and and don't forget, you don't forget who's in the, uh, the, the the absolute best bit of the movie is who's in the waiting room because he loves pain. 
Who is it? I forget. You don't remember that? I remember when you say Bill Murray. Okay. Remember? Yes. He's like, come on, baby. He's like, why don't yes. you use that one? Why don't you use that one? Yes. He's like hurting him and everything. That was a really strange role for him. It was, well, all yeah. his roles are strange. Yeah, but that was, I felt like that was a little off the wall. Like, it almost scared me a little bit. Like, is this the true Murray? <laughs> I don't think anyone knows nah. the true Murray. Oh, by the way, do you, do you have, are you into the future enough that you have Netflix? Yes. Did you watch a very Murray Christmas? No. It's it's fucking weird, man. Is but it? Wa- yeah, but watch it. I heard he's been hanging with the Woo. Is that true? Uh, well, he did that coffee and cigarettes movie years ago with them. With the Woo. Yeah, that oh, Jim, that, that Jim Jarmusch film. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. just catching wind of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm glad you're at least seeing it. But I'm yeah, getting there. that's a uh, actually that's a pretty good clip. We could use that as an opener one time. But um, but no, this one's weird. It's it's a uh, it's a very loose kind of thing. And they're You're talking the Murray now. Yeah, the very Murray Christmas. I, I don't know. I, it's it's just came out, so I don't know how many people at home have seen it yet. So I don't want to sit there and give anything away. I got you. Not that there's much to give away or whatever, but I I'm just saying if you're a fan of Bill Murray, it's worth watching. So is he classic Murray or is he kind of off the wall? Where you're like, is this Murray? He's he's uh he's just old Bill Murray, man. Just yeah. like he's just old and doing whatever the fuck he wants. <clears throat> he's got he's got a bunch of his buddies in the film with him. You know, like George Clooney shows up. Okay. And Amy Poehler's there. Can't front and on fucking, that. And um and uh you know a bunch of musicians. David Johansson's in the house and and uh fucking what's his name the the California drummer Jason Schwartzman's like a whole bunch. Oh, he's the drummer of that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought he was the guitar player. No, he's a drummer. I'm finding out a lot in the first five minutes. You, of the you are. Five. Yeah. This is great. You are. I'm about to just pick your brain. <laughs> Ask me any questions yeah, you want. Seriously, shut the mics off. Let's talk. We'll play seven degrees, <laughs> six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Seriously. Um, I did not know he was the drummer. That's crazy. Yeah, he's the drummer of that band. Yeah. Um, but uh, see, cool, Ethan. <laughs> that is, that is why the awkward high five. Uh, uh, we need to grow a little bit bigger and get a producer, so it's not just me and you. Because I could talk this shit all day, and I <laughs> and I know I know people's faces in my mind, but when it comes to names, I am horrible at me names. Me too. So so me it, too. so it comes across on here where I'm like, oh, and that and that guy from that guy, or I'll just I normally will just call them a role that they played in a movie. You know, uh-huh. I won't like say their actual name. Yeah, I know no one's name. But I know him. I you know I know all the the movies and everything like that. So anyway, yeah, you got to watch Clue immediately. Immediately, okay. you know what? At this point, I'm I might put a very Merry Christmas ahead of Clue because I'm curious about that. Yeah, I'm not gonna say Very Merry Christmas is too funny. It's just it's I'm not just, even looking for it's funny. entertaining. I'm and, just curious. And also, I'd like to say this, and this has been this has been bubbling a little bit for a while now, and I okay. think I finally. I think I'm finally ready to say it. All right, bring it out. And I'm and, and I'm I'm glad that I, I to, to you, Richard. I'm, this is the first person I'm sharing with, and to the listeners at home. And uh, it's taking a lot for me to say this, so I want everybody to really like uh, to appreciate that that I'm, I'm I'm saying this to you first. But I like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> really, I like her a lot. Kind of upsets me that you just said that. I think that chick could fucking sing her fucking ass off. I mean, she's got balls. I'll and I, and I, I don't give, I don't, I don't give it. Like, I don't know about whole, all her gimmicks and everything because I'm not a, a 14 year old girl. So, gotcha. so I'm not in that demographic. But you like her vocals, love them, really. Yeah, and I'll tell you when it, I'll tell you where it started. Um, uh, there was the they did the Saturday Night Live. Um, forty uh, forty year anniversary, I believe it was. Sounds like it should. Yeah, be Yeah, forty year because they started in nineteen seventy five. Right. And the kind of theme, I don't know if they meant it or not, but the kind of theme of that show was they uh the the all uh, the in my opinion the best album that came out in nineteen seventy five is still crazy after all these years by Paul Simon. Okay. And Paul Simon and Mike uh, um and uh, what's his name? See, I can't fucking think of his name. Lauren Michaels, the creator of Saturday Night Live, are like uh-huh. best friends. So they kind of had this still crazy motif going on. So at the end of the show, um, uh, Paul Simon came out and actually sang the song Still Crazy. Well, he must have been maybe their first musical guest? Uh, I don't know. I just know that they're, he's shown up a bunch on that show, and him and Lauren are good friends. Okay. But before that, they had Miley Cyrus came out, and she did um, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, another song off wow. of that album. And and at first, I was... That's a great song. Great song. And fucking, can, if I can tell you that this fucking girl killed this song and really? i i love that album it's one and of my favorite albums i'm not a singer but that seems like a tough song to sing uh you know it's not uh, it's there's it's not real rangy or anything yeah, it's like no that unchained melody. but but it's <laughs> no it's not no no <laughs> but um but it is uh 
it is there that you have to have a certain feel to it. Like it's a very smooth kind of velvety song. And I then gotcha. it ki- and then and then the chorus when the chorus kicks and you know, uh it, like it the whole song changes and you have to come at it from another angle. I'm not saying it's the most difficult song in the world, but to to catch capture the the essence of that song. And she did it, it I was amazed by it. And I mean, she didn't compromise the integrity of the original. No, not at all. No. Because that could be the worst thing that yeah, an right. artist could do in a cover yeah. song of a great song. Right. No, and and that and that made me think. It, I didn't really know much about. I, you know, I know like she's always got her titties out, and I know she's got the wrecking ball and all that shit. Right. Right. I didn't really know much about her. I kind of dismissed her as um as like, Hannah Montana. Yeah. Oh, is that who that is? Yes. Oh, see, so yeah, that's now you're teaching me. I didn't know. Yeah, that. Me, I, well, I got Disney all day, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> you want to know Disney and Nickelodeon? <laughs> you got the right guy. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, so, no, I just kind of dismissed her as like the you know Iggy Azalea or, or the latest fad. Yeah, whatever, I got gotcha. you. Know? But when I saw that, I was like, this this chick number one can sing, and she at least knows what's going on. You know, like she at least knows what's going on with music and and what to appreciate because there's no way that you could do that song in the way that she did it with without a, knowing it, without of already being a fan. Of All that right, song. You see what I'm saying? All right. And then she shows up on a very merry Christmas, and she's just doing she's just doing Christmas songs, and it's kind of appropriate because she looks like a little elf anyway. Mm-hmm. But she's she's just doing Christmas songs, but she's fucking kill, she's murdering. These really? Songs. Yeah. I would like to see that. So I'm I'm just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. I am a 35-year-old man, and I'm a fan of Miley Cyrus. Hey, I, don't know, I don't know any of you. Was... You explained it well. Thank and, you. And for anyone with negative criticism, you defended it well. <laughs> Thank you. You defended it well. Well, that's all there is. You know? Because, you know, I, I feel that way about Gaga. Yeah. I think she's an amazing singer and performer. I mean, you know, all dresses aside or whatever you want to, you know, her weird... Like, like her meat of, dress and all right, that shit. Right, all that aside, I mean... I don't give a fuck about that. I've, when, I've seen David Bowie before. When she performed at the VMAs when she did... Uh, it, it wasn't one of her huge smash hits. I, I think it's called... Um, uh, something about... Um, uh, I'll follow you until you love me. Uh, I don't know. Is it one of the ones... Pa- oh, Paparazzi, it's called. Is it one of the ones where she's just more like on the piano? It's like more of a singer songwriter thing, or is it one of the big? Well, like... in that performance, she did have a piano solo, but right. I think that's more of a live thing. But it's a slower song. It was one of her singles, but it didn't okay. do as good as like a Poker Face, yeah, okay, or, or the other one. But it was one of her singles, and she performed that, and it was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable to watch. They even pan through the the audience, and they show Puff Daddy, and even though the dude can't close his mouth anyway, it was. <laughs> It was extra open. Yeah, the dude wasn't blinking. And that's Diddy. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. He runs the city. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how I feel about Diddy. Yes, I do. He's an entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see, I don't, you know, I guess. I, look, if anybody could sing, then I'm in. Because that is a rarity just to begin with, you know? Of course. And I'm, and I'm saying that as one of the worst singers in the world that unfortunately has to sing sometimes. So I, I appreciate a fucking good singer. I hear you. Um uh but uh yeah like um yeah like gaga and 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 um and who who's the other one well uh christina aguilera back, yeah back in the day oh, amazing. unbelievable yeah. you know I like mean, she did a little too much of that grunting that singers do that yeah well that's cuz yeah. she yeah she she tried to get yeah. in the soul system yeah, thing yeah the hand whatever. wave no. yeah yeah the diva thing just but... so everybody just so everybody knows i was just waving my hand in the air at Richard mm-hmm. right there yeah and uh you know everyone thought i was crazy that even you thought i was crazy that i picked christina over britney all those years I thought, like, back now, now we're talking about back when we were children and yes. they were popular. Yes. Like, when they were, like, fucking When it was, chickens. like, hit me one more time versus genie in a bottle. Right. And and we were just rating basically on attractiveness at that point. Most likely, yeah. Because when Britney... But even then, I still picked Christina over Britney. Look. Britney was always awkward to me. When Britney first came out, I don't think there was anything hotter than that. But, really? but I always like. But Christina. what I, but what I'm going to say here is I'm going to agree with you. A few years later, by the time X Tina, she was doing the X Tina dirty Ooh, thing. That video with Redman? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah at that point, she wow. had usurped the whole thing because not only was she um, was she the best uh, actual musician out of all of them. She also, at that point, was to, in, my, in my opinion, was appeal. fucking hot as shit. Of yeah. course. But to me, Britney was always one of those chicks who's like chin connects to their chest you know like 
She had like a weird gizzard going, you know. Well, you her, her dance moves were awkward and like forced. Yeah, and they looked real corny. Right, you know. And no, I get it. It was just hard to watch, mm-hmm. and to me, that just like took all of her attract attractiveness away. You know, people love the Brit. Yeah. They fucking love her. Plus, in the words of Jim Jim Norton, that pussy looked like Bill Murray's lip from Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> it did coming out of that limo that thing was drooping uh, oh I, I never saw the crotch shot. oh you never saw that thing? I, I don't believe so D- don't even because don't, i personally never saw two girls one cup wait was this was and this everyone tells me good for you <laughs> wait so you're equating uh, uh a young is this a young britney spears or now in 30s britney spears uh, well i don't know how old she was is this pre or limo. pre or post children britney spears I don't know how old she was with that limo shot. Okay. Remember that limo shot? The big I, I don't. Thing? That's what I'm saying. Well, that was like the big thing. She got out of the limo with no underwear on. And, and, showed a, and the, a little vaggie was hanging she out. She showed the Bill Murray lip and everyone got a picture of it. <laughs> okay. She may have had a kid. I don't know. But still, that thing was. So like, either way, you're you're um, you're comparing a young, attractive, blonde uh, girl's vagina with um two girls eating shit on the yeah. internet. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say uh you know Bill Murray's lip from Caddyshack with a Ziggy nose. <laughs> Imagine that. Does she does Britney have a Ziggy nose? No, nah, well, not Ziggy. You can't but, really tell from the yeah, outside. Yeah, right. You couldn't tell because it, it was just a big mess. I was going to say, imagine did, that. Did you? I imagine you, if if she did have a Ziggy nose, you going on the internet looking it up and then playing possum when she saw it. Just <laughs> oh my god! Right outside the limo, I just would have <laughs> took a nap. A big old Ziggy nose hanging <laughs> right outside the wim- when uh, the, <laughs> the limo, limo, like you're yeah. the, the paparazzi. See, I would have just laid on the red carpet. Ziggy nose hanging over Bill Murray's lip from Caddyshack. <laughs> Oof. I'm sh- uh, I'm glad that you're repeating a Jim Norton joke over and over and over again on our show. Uh-huh. But let's try to be <laughs> let's try to bring our own jokes. Uh, it's true, but I'm saying that's a good description of what that thing looked like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, if 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 she was Greek, her last name would be Madropides. Who? <laughs> Who's the fuck? I hate when you make me laugh that hard because I'm trying to control the show. Who? Who? Um. Who? Well, you don't have to say her name. Okay. But wasn't there a girl that used to hang around that you used to call Bill Murray face? Um. Maybe. But where that originated from was a friend of mine telling me that he took a girl home from the bar, thought she was gorgeous. Woke up, makeup all over the pillow, and he said when, you know, when he woke up and saw the natural face that, uh, you know, there was a lot that she had to fill in, you know? So, you know, we started calling her Bill Murray face, and then we started, you know, we even had a nickname for her actual makeup. So I started calling her makeup Bill Phil. (laughs) (laughs) So, ladies, if you use a lot of concealer on the face... You can name it Bill because that's considered Bill Phil. <laughs> well, you have to have a crater face though. That's yeah, the thing it, with Bill Murray's. He's got those like fucking right. looks like the surface of the moon. But yeah, but if a girl's got a Bill Murray face, she's going through at least the whole canister of Bill Phil a weekend. Well, that's the uh, that's that, a harsh one. That's the norm, man. There, there we are. I mean, fucking. The makeup thing is... Oh, I thought you were going to say Bellic Generation Bill Phil. Oh, no, no, no. But I'm just saying the fucking... I, I can't I can't tell you the next, the last woman that I've woken up next to. You know, I'm a single guy mm-hmm. here. I'm, I'm, I'm around. I'm, I'm doing my thing. And um, and uh, it, some with some younger ladies sometimes, maybe a little okay. bit younger than, uh, than it should be, you know, or whatever. I don't know how to... <laughs> should be. No, no, no. Not by law. Not by <laughs> okay, law. Okay. Not, I'm just saying I'm a 35-year-old guy. You, you know what I mean? There's, I know where you're going. When you're looking at a decade difference or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, the makeup is the makeup is prevalent. Yeah, some Bill Phil. See, and there it or is. Or it just right. might be the type of women that I'm dating. There it is right there. The other thing where we're opposite ends of the spectrum on that. Because I always date women that wear little to zero makeup. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, very. It's very not something. Little. It's not something that I shoot for. It's just oh, something. It's just something that's I don't out think that's there. That's a prerequisite. Or maybe I'm just getting. Hey, how much bill fill you got? <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Let me see. You put on a fucking glove. You just wipe <laughs> it across her face. Um. Yeah. It's not something that I'm looking for. It's not like, oh man, look at all that fucking makeup on that. Right. Chick. Right. It's just you know, you meet a girl. You know, maybe a little intoxicated and shit, and uh, and you're flirting and you're having fun, and then later on you realize how much. You know, you know what, you know what women have down, and, and for all you women out there listening, I'm all, I, I'm on to your shit. I know, I know <laughs> what you're doing, and it fucking works. There's two things that girls do, and and it both has to do with the eyes, 
and it both works. One, the big sunglasses. Okay, right? you like that? Well, it, the blinders. It, yeah, when when the girls rock the big sunglasses, they always look attractive because you you take it has a, that classy look. Well, also I think it just I think the eyes have a lot to do with if the face is attractive or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the color of the eyes. I'm just talking about like where they are yeah, set in and all yeah, that stuff. Bone structure. And when they rock the sunglasses, it takes all that away. So so there's there's definitely been women I've seen with the large sunglasses and without the large sunglasses. Another thing that women do. Um, and that that uh, and I think they use it in Hollywood a lot, and also pornos is <laughs> fucking um is they do the real dark fucking makeup or I don't know what that might be called mascara or not mascara. Yeah, I think it's called the smoky look. Whatever around the eyes. You like the smoky look? It fucking transforms chicks. Yeah, I understand why. I understand it why they does. do it. And the other night I was at the bar the other night, um, and I was kind of looking around, just trying to see what was around or whatever. And uh, and every attract every attractive girl that I would that I saw the in there eye. had the smoky eye going. Now, how do you feel about the cat eye? Do you like it when they? Bring well, that's that a to fucking a throwback. I oh, mean, yeah, every but girl they still use it. They still yeah, use I guess. It. But you know, to me, that's like that's like seeing like a like an old play like a seventies Playboy or something because we <laughs> 70s. because we were fucking when we were children that was like the look. I, I I can't tell you how many girls I every girl I dated did the cat did the fucking cat swoop I, yeah, thing. It goes back to late nineties, I'm sure. Yeah, no, they all did. Every yeah. single one of them. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know. If I was to see a girl, a thirty year old woman right now rocking out, I, I don't and, and, you know, I don't know if I'd really be into it or not. But you know, it has to be done well. I yeah, guess. done well, of course. Yeah. And I think by that age they learn to do their makeup. And if they haven't then you know, they need to they need to step it up at their bill. The bill fill? Yeah, step up your bill fill game. Um I was actually now that now that we're talking about women, um I was I was at the bar the other night with, with my buddy and uh he's Ooh, that's a good start. Why? Women at the bar, buddy. No, 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 no. It's not. No, oh, okay. no. I did not. I did not go home with any women. That oh, night. okay. Um, no, but I was just discussing. He's a married dude, a little bit younger guy in his late twenties, and um, he has his wife uh, is uh, she's actually like away doing shit for work or whatever. But um, but uh, he uh, he we were talking about just girls who are like into shit that you're into, and his wife is a big video gamer, right? And he's also a big video gamer. And I was like, that is fucking cool, you know? Now, I'm not saying, like, I, I play video games every once in a while. I'm not saying that I would need a chick who played video games. Or let me give you another example. Um, over the, when the Mets were making their run on the playoffs, I went to one of the, the Mets-Dodgers playoff games with another friend of mine and his wife. Mm-hmm. And his wife was like eight months pregnant at the time, like about to fucking pop. She's at this game, and at first I was thinking, and I've been to games with them before, but whatever. And at first I was thinking, like, oh, that's cool. She's, you know, she's coming out to this game, um, whatever. But then I look over, and she's actually sitting there with a scorecard, filling out a scorecard the oh, whole wow. time. And I was like, hardcore. I was like, wow. Not only does this chick like, like, like baseball, but she's she's not just coming to the game to be like, oh, I look cute in my Mets jersey, and, I, right, and David right. Wright's hot. She was coming to this game because she's a fucking straight up Mets fan and a straight up baseball fan to the point where I don't even fill out scorecards you know like yeah, she's yeah. sitting there like dudes did in the 50s uh-huh. filling out scorecards she and probably shit. has her own fantasy league going <laughs> right whatever but like like to me i've never ever dated a woman like that i, I you know i've never had mm-hmm. I, and i'm talking about i i'm i'm, I'm talking you about you have had a chameleon or two well yeah but that's not good you that, know? no right you, you want to have that common interest from the jump right right that's what i'm I just saying you. like like if you're a video game guy and your wife is in the video games then that's fucking that's awesome because normally guys what they get from video games is that that's their escape or it's also <laughs> it, but it's also their 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 wives or their girlfriends will sit there and complain like you got to be fighting that fucking video game all the time right, why right. don't we watch this shitty fucking uh movie or whatever you know and uh and the same thing with like baseball games like i said girls will go most girls go to baseball games uh, you know to wear the jersey and they might like i'm not trying i'm not trying to sit here and say that girls aren't into baseball or football or any of that stuff but a lot of girls that i see that go to it are it's more of like a social thing like you know i got you, you know they want to look cute right and all that stuff yeah but to, but if you're a, a hardcore baseball fan and you have a wife that's a hardcore baseball fan and and i just started thinking that like like that maybe i've been going <laughs> Maybe I've been going against the, what I should be going against my whole life when it came to women, because obviously, you know, m- m- uh, my track record with with long term relationships is horrible, and uh, and I think most of that is because I just get fed up and I'm just like I can't deal with this person anymore. You know what I mean? And I think one of the reasons that I can't deal with them anymore it might be. 
because we don't have a lot of shit in common. Not a lot of common interests. Yeah, you know, like and uh, and uh, but I don't know because I've dated, I've dated people. Uh, I've dated. I dated one girl who who I could honestly say was like the love of my life and the one that got away. If you want to be sentimental about it or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and her definitely had a lot in common. You did a shit ton. I in could common. say that from an outsider. Um, but very, she- very similar people. Right. We liked a lot of the same music. We were into the same comedy. Uh, we, we uh, all that kind of stuff. But there was like like I was younger then. I was like in my twenties. Uh, like you know, early to mid twenties, and and uh, and at that point, I did play a lot of video games, and and like she was that person, like she was like, oh, you playing these fucking video games again, you know? And she would get on my case and shit like right, that, right. instead of just grabbing a controller and hanging out with yeah, me or yeah. something like that. And then I've also dated uh, girls. Well, you know, I- I'm sorry to jump in. Yeah, go ahead. But I think when girls play video games. I think they enjoy more of uh, like the sports games. No, no, no. I, I can't picture a girl picking up a, a controller and playing an RPG. Well, that's what I'm saying. Those those fucking girls are out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this girl was playing an RPG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're they're okay. They're, and especially right, then I'm wrong. Continue. But also, I think it's younger girls too. You know, now again, you got to remember we're in our mid 30s now. Right, right. Um, I think a lot of the girls that are now in their like 20s or you know early 20s, mid 20s, for a, a lot of them you know have grown up playing video games it's you know whereas we got introduced to video games at a certain age and then started playing video games it was still more of a guy thing to do yeah now it's more of an everything to do it's just like watching a movie it's entertainment you know yeah and i'm not i'm not video games isn't the whole point here i'm just using that as an example right no no you know? no it's a good example but then also i've i've dated girls who are the complete polar opposite of me uh my carla my my last my 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 last ex was we had nothing in common. She mm-hmm. she liked country music. Um, she liked really bad like rom com movies, and I like rom com movies, but I'm talking about like really bad rom com yeah. movies, you know, and shit like yeah. that. And I thought, and I and I said for years, I was that doesn't sound so good for you, Death. But I, but <laughs> let me tell you something. It, it well, it, all right. So the chameleon thing was there, yeah. but 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 um. But for years, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, for some reason, it worked. It was just, I, w- I think I had I had gotten tired of dating so many chicks who were into punk rock music and into the same things you that I was You wanted your with. own world. I wanted my own world. Like, I got you. It was nice that when, when a band came around that I wanted to go see, I knew that I didn't have to bring her with me. I was going to be able to just go with my friends to see it because there's no way in hell she would want to go and stuff like that. I got you. So I thought that that was, I thought that that was the perfect thing. But that ended up being like over time ended up being like, oh, my fucking God, if I hear another fucking I don't even know what these dickheads names are, but like fucking uh, I don't know, Conway Twitty or whatever these fucking Luke Bryant, Luke. Yeah. If I hear another (laughs) Luke Bryant song, I'm going to fucking you know what this girl used to do? She used to she used to get and and. And look, I, I I know I talk about her sometimes, but this is like a fresh situation, right. and it's I'm not right. riding her ass because she's a nice person. And I wish her well. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking from my point of view, right? But the chick used to uh, put on the television and put on the two country music video stations that just rolled country music all the time. Yikes! And when I say country music, I'm not talking about Johnny Cash. I'm talking about this new bullshit models. Right. Uh, we know that the yeah, girl right. country you're talking yeah. about. And uh, and she would just put it on. And then just switch back and forth from it all fucking day. That is rough. All day. It was that it was right. Rough. It was horrible. There was times where I wanted to jump out of the fucking car because <laughs> you know. But I'm sitting there going, "No, this is cool. No, this is cool." You know what I mean? I guess I'm gonna put a ring on that. You know, like I like I, I don't know. I, I can learn to like Blake Sheldon. <laughs> yeah, that's who I was looking for when I said Conway Twitty. Blake Sheldon, yeah. exactly. Blake fucking Sheldon. Yeah. It was fucking horrible. I think he's one of those spinning chair guys. That's how bad he is. He's one of one of those. Sp- <laughs> I know Christina is, but look, she she can make her money. Yeah, he's a chair spinner. But uh, but yeah, no. That, but anyway, I, so to I to digress here. Mm-hmm. Um, is what I'm saying is that I think now. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to take another approach to, to finding the love of my life, you know? Just set up video games somewhere and see who picks up <laughs> controller number well, two. Well, no, just maybe instead of, instead of going straight for look, cause that's another flaw of mine and I will admit it. But that's always going to be the first attraction to a stranger. I know, I know. Unless you meet someone through someone and you get the whole, you do the whole getting to know you thing. Well, that's, you're right. Well, that's my thing. But when you're going on a whim, you're not going to find a chick that's not so good looking and say, you know what? Maybe we're into the same shit. Let's give it a try. Yeah, no, right. I know. That's a toughie. It is tough. It is tough, Toughy. but I but I don't like I, I don't want to say I'm shallow, but that has been my whole thing. Everyone I've been will I I've been willing to put up with shit from women because because of their attractiveness.
business level in mm-hmm. my life, and it just hasn't worked out, mm-hmm. you know. And I look at people that I know that are that are like totally head over and heels in love with their wives and their girlfriends. They have so much fucking in common, you know what I mean? And and maybe or maybe not that it, you know attractiveness is a is a totally selective thing. Like you know, again, we talked about this last episode. What you find attractive and I find attractive mm-hmm. is completely different. By the way, I have some great news for you. Right, they have come out with artificial freckles that women without <laughs> freckles are putting on themselves i don't need the freckles so you might get some girls who are putting on freckles just for the fun of it and you know that may add some uh you know that may bring the demographic higher but a isn't bit. that just more bill phil no it's actually like a, uh like a decal yeah, doesn't make any sense. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna be like, sweet. Where, where's your freckle? It's normally the opposite. The freckles aren't there, and then the next morning the freckles are there. I don't need the opposite where the freckles are there, and the next morning they're not there. <laughs> they gotta change their freckles. I'll be right out. I'm going for the shoulder freckles tonight. That is some weird fucking um, Japan shit. If girls are actually that doing that, is crazy. That. But it's true. It's happening. Well, anyway. I don't know. I, I just thought maybe I don't. I'd, I need proof of that. I just thought maybe I'd get you excited real quick. It's not the freckles. It's the it's the redheadedness. Oh, okay. Well, usually one brings the other. But let me tell you from from experience. Uh, um, the the again, like redheaded women, and I'm not saying this badly. You know, in a bad thing. Have no souls. No, they're oh. just all fucking. <laughs> I've never met a redheaded chick who isn't nuts. Oh, okay. And I'm not saying I'm nuts, so that's cool and everything. I that's fine. But it's it's just uh, it's it's another one of those things where it's like uh, like we're probably not going to have a lot in common because you're probably going to try to stab me while I sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like sooner or later, like even if you do like video games, sooner or later you're going to try to stab me when I sleep. True, you know? true. But I'm the I'm an idiot because I'll always be like, oh, that chick's so hot, you know. And you think as you get older. You mature more. And I think I'd like to think that I do. Maybe even talking about this now is a sign of maybe going forward, you know? True, I think it is. But, okay, so I guess the ultimate question that I'm posing, if if I could uh, pull a question out of this whole thing, mm-hmm. is would you be able to date a woman that you maybe weren't so attracted to if you guys were, like, locked into each other as far as, like, she was the most fun person to hang out with. Uh, You guys were, like, best friends. You liked all the same shit. She got your sense of humor. You got her sense of humor. All that shit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, are you talking ugly? Are you talking just not my favorite flavor? No, I'm talking about you personally don't find her physically attractive. And I, I and that never changes. Uh, yeah, no, right. For because for the usually, sake of this argument, no. Because usually, when you're into someone's personality and all things like that, they, they become attractive. Become attractive to you. But if she never becomes attractive to me, then that's not going to be enough, Dev. Okay. You know? I'm talking about like a real homely looking woman. You see what I'm saying? So like, like so fat. It doesn't necessarily have to be fat, but maybe what you just wouldn't you wouldn't um figure to be. Uh, the type of body shape or facial features or total package that you would find attractive, you know, that would get you going, let's say, sexually, you know? Well, that has a lot to do with it because if the sex isn't good, you can't, that won't survive. Right. You know, that's a, I mean, it, that may sound like a shallow thing. No, but I don't it's believe it's a very it is. important thing in a relationship. Well, that's what I'm, I guess that's what I'm asking is, is can you get past that and make the sex survive if maybe just seeing her. You know, just her being in her natural whatever might not really get you going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I I couldn't tell you. You know, and I've never been with a chick that uh, would play video. I mean, I'm not a video gamer anyway, but even if I was, I don't think I've ever been with a chick that would play a video game. Actually, my girlfriend now, if I was a gamer, she would probably play with me. We watch football together on Sundays, you know. Yeah, but there's a di- that's what I'm saying. There's a difference to that, okay. and and there there's a difference to and that's and that's kind of what I'm talking about. There's a difference to um, is adapting to the person you're with because you love them and you want to do do the things that they like. You know, I'm not I'm not, I, oh, but this, uh, there's no adapting. I'm saying this is who she was from the jump. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, she. It's not like I put on the game and she watches it because she has to. Almost like she puts on the game and I have to watch it. because <laughs> yeah. I have to. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's you know, yeah. kind of like that. Even though I want to watch the game, but you know, I don't have to tell her to put it on. Right. You know, that's her choice. Right. Yeah. So you know, but uh, you know, as far as Things like that making, you know, sex better or making them more attractive. 
I don't find that possible. Yeah. Okay. Know? It's just a, it's just a question I'm throwing out there but because it does, it does. while I'm in this this weird date, and you know, and in my my now my dating situation is different now than it's ever been because of my age. You exactly, see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I find it very interesting. And if if I don't, I do too. That's why I'm talking about it. And I mm-hmm. hope the people at home do too. You know, if I don't like, if I ever want to actually start a family and like maybe have children, which you know I don't know if I do or not. That's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm sitting here being like, oh my fucking god, because if that was the case i probably would have tried to make the last thing work or grab the next thing i saw and been like you know like people do like we're just doing this now yeah. and, and we'll be miserable for the rest of our life which i can never understand right such so, a phenomenon so i'm not i'm not saying but 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 if that is something that i do want to do something i'm gonna have to do fairly soon you know i'm, I'm gonna be 36 in a few months mm, you know sperms on crutches i'm fucking i'm pushing 40 <laughs> you know what i mean Your sperms wearing glasses the hair is getting a little thinner up front you know, I got to find somebody before this Niles oh, turns into a Frazier. Hey, man, there's dads a lot older than us out there, man. A lot older. But you know what? Your point actually brings up a great story that I'd like to share. I, I'm Ooh. pretty sure I told you. I most likely told you, but I'd like to share with the audience. Oh, please do, Richard. Um, Only because we're mixing sports and women, so it reminded me of something. But uh, I would like to share with the audience that <laughs> I do have one celebrity hookup. Oh, this is interesting. Now, it's more of a C-list celebrity, uh-huh. but she has been on television on numerous occasions. Okay. And I'm sure the whole listening public knows her and knows her well. Okay. And I'm now, interested in this because I don't know And this. now, I didn't hook up with her because she was at a Yankees game or that she'd pick up the controller, but I did hook, because she's not pretty, but I did hook up with her because she was on TV. <laughs> I don't know if I'd start a relationship with her, but that is a great conversation piece. Okay, so let me get this straight. You uh, you met a celebrity. I could give you the whole story if you'd like. P- please do. All right. Enlighten us. All right. It was Wait, a- hang on for a second. It- it- oh, we're Inside going, baby. Inside <laughs> the of RTG. Welcome, everyone. Alright, you've just broken in. You've crossed the threshold. Now here's the story. It was a warm summer day. Oh. Uh, I would say it was, uh, I'm going with August of 2007, possibly 2008. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it was 2007. So you're a gentleman in your late 20s? Yep. I'm uh, about 27 years old, and I'm on one of the infamous Giordano Boys Out. Because it was a Yankees game. Yeah, I think you believe. I believe you mean one of the infamous Giordano boys' night out. Night out, but it was day at this point. Oh, okay. Because it always starts with a sporting event. Okay. So at this particular sporting event, we were at a Yankees game, which of course leads into more drinking, which leads into more bars, which leads into hmm, really three drunk, annoying Italian guys at a Yankees game. <laughs> the hell you say? Pick us out of. The... Oh, and one of the funniest things in the world happened about an hour before this happened, but we'll get into that some other day. But, uh, the suspense. I know. You'll be thinking about that in your sleep. People, listeners are going to be popping up tomorrow morning, like, I got to know what happened. I got to know what those three boisterous guineas did. No. So we're at the Yankees game. We're sitting there and we see a female and her, uh, younger female friend confused and getting kicked out of their seats and not sure exactly where their seats were. Okay. So I lean over to my brother and I said, You know who that is? That's Paula from the real world. Paula from the real world. It's Paula from the real world. I don't... Okay, what real world season? Uh, Well, now she does all the challenges. She's the ugly, freckly girl that's always crying with the big fake tits. Paula, if you're listening to this, I don't think you're ugly. Okay. Why? Right, she's not super <laughs> ugly because I did stick my tongue in her mouth. So she's not super ugly. She's just, you know... She's not my type, let's put it that way, and she's she's no supermodel. I just Googled Paula from the real world. The first thing that came out was Paula from the real world arrested, and then the second thing oh. that came up was Paula from the real world engaged, and then the third thing that came up was Paula, I'm from, jealous. Paula from the real <laughs> world anorexic. Whoa, yeah. so Paula obviously has problems. Maybe it's I just want to see what she looks like. Maybe that's what happens. You hook up with RTG and your shit goes downhill. No, I'm just kidding. Is that her? Let me see. Yeah, that's her. I mean, she's definitely got a lot of. Well, bil- she's all tarted up for TV. Yeah, she looks like there's a lot of Bill Phil yeah, going on. Yeah, a lot of Bill Phil. But I'm going to say she's, she's an attractive she's, chick. She's skinny. Uh, freckly, uh, super freckly in real life. Okay. And you know, that's not my cup of tea. All right. Now I'm looking at what seems like a mugshot, and um, <laughs> and she's got the Papa Shango makeup Let going on. Let me see on. the mugshot. 
And uh, yep, that's th- that's more what she looked that's like. That's more the game. what. She, not so miserable. I'm but. still gonna say though, not horrible. And big fake D D size tits too. Okay, great. All right, so she's there. Good with to her, know. She's there with her younger buddy. They can't find their seats. They're lost. This is at the old Yankee Stadium. And mind you, I do not know my way around Yankee Stadium. So my brother's like... It's just a circle. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> my An brother, oval, maybe. My brother says, go talk to her. You know what I mean? Go talk to her. She looks like she can't find her seat. So, of course, me and my younger brother, being as boisterous, drunken Italian that we are, say, let's go try this out. You know, I said, you get the younger one, I get the celebrity. So uh, we walk over, and we tell them, hey, Paula, you lost? I'll show you exactly where your seats are. Mind you, I have no idea where this girl's seats are. Right. So, uh, me, my brother, right. Paula, and her friend right. are now walking around Yankee Stadium, giggling, having a good old time, laughing. It's actually turning into a pretty fun moment because she knows that I'm just taking her in circles just to hang out with Paula from the real world, and I have no clue where her seats are. And we're just hanging out, having a good time. So, you know, they start calling me and my brother handsome, and they're starting to flirt. So I'm saying to my brother, we might have a chance with these girls, you know. They're actually coming on to us. Not that they're the most attractive, but again, the celebrity factor. Get it. That's some conversation to bring to the dinner table. RTG, star fucker. Exactly. (laughs) That, you know, it's something to talk about. (laughs) So uh, we're walking in circles, but I accidentally find her row, her section, whatever. So she says, oh, here we are. And I was like, oh, there we are. So we say our goodbyes. She's walking away. She's about to go into the uh, whatever it is, the entrance to go out to the seats from where the inside concessions are. So my drunk self yells to her, hey, Paula, you're not going to give me a kiss? This girl turns around. She runs at me full speed. She jumps up on top of me, wraps her legs around me, and sticks her freckly tongue in my mouth. <laughs> And that was the first time RTG made out with a C-list celebrity. That is, wow, man. That is fucking. Thank you. Thank you. That is a hell of a story. Right? That's one for the books. No, it's great. Yeah. It's a conversation piece. You know, I wasn't attracted to the girl. Right. She wasn't my brand of vodka. Right. But hey, you get to make out with a girl from the real world. Sure. That's something to tell your buddies. (laughs) Sure. You know? Well, I'm dying to know what season of the real world. I, I have, I, I, she, well, now she's on all the challenges, so you could probably still see her. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, but I don't care was, about that. I okay, just care about what season of the real world she's on. She was real world. Psh, uh, I can't even remember. Because if it's past four, I don't think I saw it. Oh, it was well past uh, okay. four. Yeah, I don't remember. What, was, she did a lot of crying. Yeah. She was always crying. Really? A girl crying in the real world? Oh, uh, yeah, a lot of crying. Mm. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so that's it. Okay. Me, me and Paula had a moment. Fuck, had man. a moment. Good for you. At Yankee Stadium, nonetheless. At Yankee Stadium. That's... And I had no idea where I was going. <laughs> so next time we talk Yankee Stadium, you get the funnier story. Oh, the, oh yeah. The, the, pre, the, the Yankee you know. the story behind that. Oh, no, just, I don't know. Oh, you don't know don't the story? Know. Okay. You, can, you can always assume that I know all these stories, but uh, you got to remember that I have the worst memory on the face of the planet. True, true. Sometimes I'll listen to the story and halfway through I'll be like, I think I know this. And I know that you've told me all yeah. these before, but... But that's one of the good things about this podcast is in the five years that me and you kind of weren't really friends or whatever, I think I drank all the RTG stories out of my brain, <laughs> and now I'm just getting them back again slowly, and, and, and I'm enjoying them again for the first time. Oh, it's that's like cool. A, I get to like recycle con- the goods? It's like a convenient amnesia. <laughs> yeah. cool. Some of your stupid jokes don't work anymore. I remember Damn. those, but the stories. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The stories Shit. are great. I see that you, uh, you brought back my picture I drew of the footbridge. Oh, yes. Do you really enjoy that? Love or was it. that more for the public? Uh, no, I love it a lot. I was almost dying about uh, Mark's T-Rex arms. I almost peed my pants. <laughs> All right, you're getting so inside, you can't do that. I'm sorry. Fucking, um, there they... is no fourth wall here at the Awkward i Five. Yeah, but people have to understand what we're talking about. Well, we did post it on Facebook. Yeah, to on I posted on Facebook to my friends. Yes, true. You true. can't go on Facebook, you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, what Richie's talking about is Richie made a portrait uh, a long a time portrait. ago of what we used to do when we were kids, which is basically sit on this footbridge that uh, and just smoke cigarettes and spit on the floor, and, yep. and it's kind of poking fun at some people and, and there's really no way it's really no way to make it fun on the radio I, I, it just made me happy that dev brought it back up and then it amused him well it, it, it popped up in my remember whatever the fuck that thing is on facebook where you yeah, made your two years your ago. memories or whatever yeah, and, that and, and i said this is funny i'm going to reshare it yeah. 
I'm the only one that doesn't get those. I guess because I haven't been on Facebook for long enough. Yeah. No, I get it. But whatever. Whatever. Well, yeah. you will. Once your one-year thing comes yeah. up, you'll see whatever Once stupid thing Once I get my you... Facebook tenure. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. You, actually, you actually did. I put um, something on Facebook today. I'm doing this stupid thing where you, like, you, it's just, for me, it's more of an exercise in writing. Oh, the bad religion thing? Yeah, it's just uh, a couple of my- I enjoyed it. A couple of my musician friends are doing this thing where they put up an album a day. And they mm-hmm. kind of just write a little synopsis of the album and what it meant to them, if it was like influential to them, or you know, if it taught them or whatever, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be a cool writing exercise, yeah, and I and, it. and um, whatever. But then you started commenting on it, and you truly are horrible at Facebook. Like, yes, you, I wrote you, the same thing like five times. I didn't think it posted in different places, and then and and um, it, it's like you are you're basically the same thing as like someone's grandmother on Facebook. <laughs> like you're true. like Dev. I knew you were gonna say that. Dev, Dev, are you there? Are you there? I think I fell down, Dev. <laughs> that's your fucking, that's your shit. On Are you getting this note? <laughs> yeah, Richie. Did you get my note? You posted seven times. <laughs> I didn't know it went through. <laughs> Damn computers. It is uh, dumbfounding how bad you are with computers. I know, man. Maybe I'll take a class. No, no, you won't. <laughs> I know I won't. I know. Why would you even say that? I don't know. So um, before we start uh, wrapping this thing down, because we blew the whole episode talking about women. We did, huh? Yeah. Damn. No, it's fine. And I still don't really know what I was trying to say about that. I guess to surmise all of that. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I guess what I was trying to say is that I'm I'm going to maybe open my horizons or or like you know like maybe not be so picky in order to maybe try to find somebody that's that's closer to the things yeah. that you know or or maybe start even just start doing more things that I used to do instead you know like instead I was of, getting excited I thought you were going to say hook up with a darker chick oh. <laughs> That's hey, that's on the fucking table. Yeah. Hey. Oh, I gotta find you Look, a goodie. Just because I prefer the fairer skin doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I don't. I'm not attracted to darker okay. women. It's just All not right. my my number one preference. I got you. I'll tell you. Be honest with you, man. The the uh, the um, and I know this is like a rare fucking thing, and a lot of times when you see it in Hollywood, it's contacts and shit like that. But I'll tell you, probably what the hottest thing to me ever is a dark chick with light eyes. Yeah, a girl with brown hair and blue eyes. It's fucking. I don't that's know. It's like that uh, Northern Irish look. Yeah, that bl- they call it Blyrish because that's the Black Irish. The black Irish, yeah, yeah. Or whatever it is, man. Mm-hmm. That fucking shit kills me. Nice, when I when I meet nice a girl look. has that going on, that's that usurps the red hair. Yeah, you gotta go to Northern other. Ireland. It's still Irish though. The red the redhead thing is is more of like a, I'm not gonna use the word fetish because it's not some like deviant thing, but it's more of like yeah, it's your rainbow bright fetish. Yeah, it's more of like an <laughs> out there preference, you know, like uh, in in the in all the women that I've dated in my life all the women i've been with in my life a small percentage of them have been redheads so it's mm-hmm. not like i don't want the audience to say yeah you only do right? yeah i don't want the audience yeah. to sit there thinking i'm like collecting this gaggle of redheaded women <laughs> like and like pushing blondes and brunettes <laughs> to the side bleaching the race death. <laughs> <laughs> but um that's just a preference you know like if i was going to enjoy some adult movies i normally would go first looking for yeah a redheaded. What, what do you think about that reagan chick i don't mind her really yeah she kind of grosses me out, See, bro. that's the difference between two of us. She kind of scares mm-hmm. me. Oh, well, hey, what are you going to do? She reminds me of that that bowl of barf from Bad Taste. Uh, dude, <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, uh, I was looking at porn the other day, <laughs> and, um, and there's this chick who's, she's fucking hot. Uh, I think her name's uh, Dillian Harper. or Haven't Dylan. Dillian. I don't know if you pronounce it Dillian or Dylan Harper or whatever. She's just like a- like, That sounds familiar. She's just like a, a short uh, a girl with brown hair and like nice body or whatever. Okay. A, 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 you know, a girl that men would be attracted to. Gotcha. She's in the pornography business. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so, a plus. So you could see, you know, so whatever. So, uh, so I'm, I'm watching one of her videos, you know. Um, enjoying the whole situation, mm-hmm. and then I started reading the comments and fucking. That's the best. And, well, right. I mean, like the whole watching porn. The thing. best is that dudes think they have a chance. Call me. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, okay. baby. Well, it's the same thing. Like with Instagram. Hey, baby, you're so beautiful. Really. <laughs> yeah, but that's the best. Yeah. No, but some dude, some funny ass fucking dude, wrote on there. Don't don't you think this chick looks like Seth MacFarlane? <laughs> Did she? <laughs> and then I looked at her face and she looked. And then from then on, all I could see was <laughs> Seth MacFarlane with tits. That's awesome. Oh, dude, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> if anybody out there knows the girl I'm talking about, or if you want to get a good laugh, go look up Dylan uh, Harper, Dillian Harper, whatever her name is. And she and, looks like And Seth. just think of Seth MacFarlane, oh, man. the creator of Family Guy. I'm checking that. I'm, I'm checking that before I watch Murray Christmas. <laughs> I'm checking that before I watch uh, Clue the movie. That's the first thing I'm looking at. 
Uh, okay, that's a good thing. As long as you do all three of those, I don't care what what. That's ca- it. what uh, yeah, it's the Holy Trinity right there. So you were. Um, we, we actually wanted to talk about this earlier, but we just rambled. Um, you were you were uh, talking earlier about how you're you're de- well. You said depressed, but whatever. But like like down in the dumps because of your you're you're going through the the Christmas deadline thing. Yeah. Well, pr- pretty much what it is and uh anyone that struggles with this, you know, sandwich thing that I've been dealing with knows that your emotions flip-flop all over the place. It's not really a PMS thing. It's just that, you know, your serotonin's so drained that especially around the holidays, you know, being with the loss of my mother and things like that, you enter a little bit of a depressive stage where things make you sad. Some things make you sad that normally even wouldn't. So you just enter kind of a little bit of a funk, if you will. Right. And you get a little upset, even when maybe you shouldn't be. Right. But, you know, today was one of those days for me where I got a little upset. But that's all. The, the deadline's going well. I have, you know, I'm... So you think, well, don't 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 dismiss it so quickly. But you think, so um, that's just kind of with the territory is as you're going through this this situation where you're trying to wean yourself off certain things. Absolutely. It totally plays with your emotions. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I, I remember one time I got clean and uh, I cried at the end of King Ralph. <laughs> he gave a speech about something corny and I cried. I cried like a bitch, like a bitch, a baby. Fucking that John Goodman, he touched me right in the center of my heart. Man, that just fucking hit me in the stomach so fucking hard. I'm sorry. I'm not even trying to fucking. If I watch that Holy Trinity, watch King Ralph, and you watch that speech at the end. I don't think I've ever saw King Ralph, and Uh, I I love John Goodman. Oh, at least you know YouTube the ending speech. Okay, no, I watched the whole thing. Oh, it's a tearjerker. Do I have to be withdrawing from a heavy drug in order to enjoy? I don't know. I never watched it without. (laughs) But that's your withdrawal movie. Oh, I haven't seen it more than once. I just seen it that one time while I was withdrawing, and man, I cried like a baby. Like you're at the, I, th- I was picturing like you're at the hospital and they got IVs in you and shit and they're just, whatever and they're like, do you need anything? And you're nah, like, God, I, think I was white, I was white knuckling at that time, baby. Yeah, it was rough. Um, and King Ralph got me. So it gets it gets you emotional, I guess. Yeah. And I was saying to you before before we started the show, we were talking about it because I was, you know, on the show, I I uh, act impartial. In, in you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't try to inflict any of my opinions or anything, right? Because I wanted to be an open conversation. But outside of the show, now that me and you have kind of started hanging out and become friends again, I do kind of give you more of like a friend, concerned friend kind of thing. Of course. And before the show, I was I was acting the the concerned friend, and mm-hmm. I and I was and and you were saying I was asking you like how everything's going, and you were saying that uh, that you're anxiety is like sky high and then i was saying that i kind of relate to that because and i know that i can't fully relate but whenever i have like a super bad hangover if i drink for a while like a long time or i drink a lot of hard alcohol and the next day i have a super bad hangover i know my anxiety is like through the roof oh yeah and i can only imagine that what you're going through is like a hundred times yeah you can't get comfortable right it's impossible you can't get comfortable in your own skin right absolutely not right sleeping is just you can forget about sleeping you're just up all night you're up all night you're exhausted all the time and you just can't you can't get comfortable you can't sleep right you know you're constantly moving you're punching pillows you know you're it's just a mess yeah yeah that's all you know no i mean it's 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 good to talk about that because i think there's a lot of people out there that are in, in in that situation or maybe will be in that situation or have been in that situation you know mm-hmm. to, to some degree yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. so and you know suboxone and no suboxone no matter what you know anything you could take to suppress that feeling you're gonna pay the piper there's no way around it. You're going to withdraw. It's something you have to go through in order to, to set to. the record straight. You have to. And like, I I learned the right way to take Suboxone to where weaning down does, you know, it, it helps. No doubt about it. But, you are you know, you take that Suboxone long enough to wean off your, your drug, then you got to wean and withdraw from the Suboxone. Right. Sooner so, or later, you're going to have to. Like, I know, I know somebody... I know somebody, oh, I should say I used to know, but, but I believe the situation is the same. And the whole time that I knew him for a long time, he was a recovering heroin addict and, uh, he was on Suboxone. And, right. he, and he, a lot of people stay on that for life. Well, that's what I'm saying. The whole time I knew it, that's what he was doing. Like he, 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 and he was a normal guy, he had a good job, uh, you know, mm-hmm. was, was getting married, owned a right. home and everything like that. Oh, Suboxone's great. It gives you energy. It makes you feel like your, your best self. But my whole thing is I don't want to d- depend on any drug to make me feel normal. Sure. I want to be the original me. I get it. 
you know? The OG RTG. Exactly, exactly. Right, Well, and that's what I was asking because I was wondering, because I don't know anything about it, but, you know, and I know more about it now from talking to you about all this and going mm-hmm. through all this with you, but uh, I just thought Suboxone was like some wonder drug, like, sweet, you just give this to people, and then, because I remember a few years ago, I, wish, man. Whoever I was like screaming at you, get on Suboxone, get on Suboxone, it's working for blah, blah, blah. Ah, man, it, it's, it's the same thing. It's you're replacing one drug for another. Right. You know, because there's a lot of people that stay on Suboxone for life, but you know what? Who knows the long-term effects of Suboxone? I could take that for five years and grow a dick out my forehead for all I know, you know? Yeah, you no. see those commercials? You might bleed internally. You might, you know, yeah, your hair's right. going to fall out, you know? Right. I, it's called, you know, they have, when you go to rehab, they have different maintenance plans on, you could be on Suboxone for this many days, that many days, or you could be on the maintenance plan where you're on, you get a script leaving rehab and you're on that shit forever. Right. You know? And uh, what I usually do, usually, what my, my uh, preference is the 11 day Suboxone plan. Where you start with two Suboxone and you end up with zero within 11 days. Okay. As they, you know, it, it comes in, they used to have pills, now it comes in films that you put under your tongue, like a Listerine strip. Okay. And you just slice that thing up, slice that thing up until you're taking barely a sliver. And, and then, then hopefully the plan is at the end of that 11 days you have you have weaned off of all chemical right. dependencies. And it's supposed to be not as bad as if you just quit. Right. But it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so all you're doing is prolonging it. It does make it a little bit a little bit easier. Right. You know, because what you're doing is you're spending more days not doing drugs. Right. So you get used to that lifestyle. Right. But when you stop your Suboxone, you're going to feel like shit. You know, so what you're happen. saying is sooner or later, you pay in the piper, you're going to have to strap yourself down Mr. Robot style and just fucking yep. ride this thing. Out. Yep, you're yeah, you're paying the piper. Yeah. And that's, you know, I used to think that weed and drink didn't help. I used to think it made it worse, but uh, it's been helping for me. So see, I can I, and I uh, again, I'm just speculating because I, I haven't been through it. But I, like I could see how weed might help. But uh, I don't see how alcohol could be any of a po- any positive thing because you're just poisoning yourself further with it's alcohol. It's true. Well, the thing is, alcohol is a depressant, right? And so is an so that's got to just make things worse. So you're you're replacing a depressant for a depressant, right? The thing with alcohol is that there is a hangover, and what a hangover does is it dehydrate dehydrates you, right? And when you're dehydrated, going through withdrawal, it intensifies your withdrawal. That's what I'm saying. That's so why you I... have to keep drinking. You right. either keep drinking. Or you find a way to drink and stay hydrated to where your withdrawals are fine in the morning. Or th- there's so many different ways. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Everything, some, things work different depending on the person. Right. But like I said, either way, you're paying that pipe. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, right. I was just saying that I I don't think that that alcohol would be a good way to go. I could see no, how like, that's you not know, my like, choice. Marijuana is used for now. It's used for so many different ailments, mm-hmm. and a lot of the ailments that it's used for is to ease the pain of terminally ill people and right. and stuff like that. So I can understand why it, a smart use of of weed might help you like kind of off the cliff a little bit. You know, like right. you know, like all that stuff. My problem with the pot was that. Every once in a while, smoking pot does intensify anxiety, right? And withdrawals intensifies anxiety. So if I get that double anxiety, it then makes me want to lock my left arm off. No, I yeah. Uh, again, you know? again, I I don't know from the withdrawal point of view. Yeah, I don't wish it on my worst enemy. But I was saying again what we were saying before the show. We were talking about this, and I said to you that that's my thing. Like I I can't. If I'm hungover, uh, being hungover really gives me. That's the only time that my my anxiety problems resurface is mm-hmm. when I'm really hungover, and I and I can't I can't smoke weed during that time. Right. You would think that if you smoked weed, it would it would relax you, but it doesn't. It nah. makes your heart beat faster. Of it makes course. your anxiety kick further. Yes. It makes your brain work, for, yes. you know, like in the wrong way. And, and it's funny because you know when I started my harder drugs and it became my drug of choice, and marijuana took a back seat, and there was times where I didn't smoke pot for months, and. uh I would smoke pot. I say to myself, there's no stronger drug in this world than pot. Yeah. I know it doesn't harm your body like any other drug, but when you're talking visual, mental effects, right. pot is the most intense. Like, I, it almost makes me feel that if I haven't smoked pot in a while and I smoke, it, it's the closest to tripping on acid as you could get. Yeah. It is some, it is some crazy shit. Uh, well, I know. There's been time. And when you're, I'm sorry, Dev, but when you're high on pot and you try and get high on your drug of choice, you can't. Really? You can't because you're so high off the pot, you don't <laughs> feel anything else. Well, it, 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 uh, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that the weed that's out now. Huh. 
Yeah, like when we were children experimenting yeah, with weed. Backyard boogie. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was just like brown with like sticks and fucking and seeds in it and mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. And like you would smoke it and you would get high for like twenty minutes and then be really burnt out. Yeah, and then this you weed, eat everything that, in the world. The weed that's out there now, like you take one hit off of it and you're fucking in another stratosphere. Yeah, seriously. And I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I the the kids that are growing up smoking that weed now, like the kids that are teens now smoking that weed. I mean, God bless right. you, man. Because yeah. that was if that was the weed that we were smoking when we were kids, yeah. holy shit. Oh man, and maybe one day I'll get into it about uh one time when I smoked that fake weed. Because uh I know a lot oh, of Oh that salvia or whatever? No, I never did salvia. Yeah. Never did salvia. I'm afraid to do salvia. I heard it was intense, but I'll never touch that stuff. Right. But uh you know, there's that fake stuff that you used to be able to buy at a smoke shop. Yeah, the it synthetic was called spice. Shit. And, oh, and right, it was like yeah. smoking potpourri. Right. But uh, one day I'll tell you a story about this one brand that I smoked that I you know, I was there to smoke it. I was told, you know, it was the craziest ever. And uh, you know, I've smoked it before and said this isn't gonna be a problem and I smoked it and that's a story for itself. Oh yeah, well we'll talk about that on the next show because yeah, we'll, right now we'll, we'll, we'll get into uh the fake pot and we'll get into uh my experience at Billy's next to Yankee Stadium. Can't wait. Yeah. And I'm sure the listeners at home are... It's going to be gonna... a mixed bag, but we're going to have a lot to get into. <laughs> I doubt a lot of people at home are going to even sleep until they're just going to fucking... I know. Be, it's going to be like Christmas night they're gonna all the way until They're going to make links. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. If you have not gone on iTunes and left a review yet, please do so. Leave Th- that review. Thank you for everybody that has so far, um, but we're trying to get up to 100 written reviews so we could throw yep. this party. Let's have this party. Have RTG uh, drink his goldfish. Yep, I'll get wheeled out like Hannibal Lecter. And, uh, and Devil have the Barry Howard shirt on. Yes, I will. <laughs> and um, and follow us on Twitter, Awkward HI, the number five. Um, I want to get a, you know everybody on Twitter so that we could fucking start conversations and have a bigger thing and I say it every episode and I will continue to say it every episode because I have to so and um, if you do leave a review uh, send me your email I'll send you stickers I sent out another batch of stickers today um, to a whole bunch of people so uh, if you're one of the people that have emailed me your address your stickers are on the way and uh, thank you for all your support and all you ladies out there go buy those fake freckles yeah yes my man Dev's on the market and he's coming for you (laughs) alright we'll see you on Friday Get more papers, wanna smoke you up Hit in my best night Surrounded by seeds, I'm lost in the trees My thirst and hunger seem to increase The music we made is one to be loved Every time I dream, I end up above Hey lover, where did you go? Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.